Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. The entrance of your word gives light, brings revelation, understandings. The word says, even to the simple, nothing that even a child can't understand. Even the most uneducated person can't will be able to understand that couldn't understand many other things. And so, Lord, we know today that the entrance of your word builds anyone up. You spoke, you said, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. First study begins with a word, it ends with a word. Life begins because of the word that created Life ends because of the Word that's forever. Eternal life is only found in the Word. Outside of the Word, everything's death. It is the Word that brings the Spirit, and it is the Word and the Spirit that brings the Father to the heart to reside with anyone who's a temple of the living God. So teach us, Lord, this one thing, that we will not leave our first love and understand that your commandments that you've given the church, those commands remain those commands. Moreover, Lord, we shall not love anything else. For you are the Lord, our God, who brought us out of the land of Egypt. We will have no other gods before you. And so if we would have any other legacy, surely you will bring that thing down. And that day, that one shall be as the grass of the field that grows is here today, in the summertime, having wonderful sun, enjoying the rain, but tomorrow dries up and drops to the ground and its place remembers it no more. Then it says, well, I shall return to him who made me and I will say, go away from me, you worker of iniquity, I knew you not. Therefore, says the Lord, come closer. Don't go anywhere else, but come closer. Haven't I commanded you? that you will work for six days, but the seventh day is a day that belongs to me. What then do you do on the seventh day? Either you or your servant or your ox. I said in those days to my people, even the workers in the field, everyone who labors, what do you do? Yes, we're resting. And your laborers, and those other people that are with you, what about them? Do they also rest? Well, you know, we have to have a clean house, you would say. I say to you, it'll be more difficult for those who are rich to enter through the eye of a needle. Yes, a camel will get through, but those who are puffed up with pride will be elevated, and then an angel will come with a sword and sting that, that puffed up elevation and there shall be no more legacy for the only significance is the kingdom of God, nothing else. There is no other significance. Life here is temporary. In the world, with all of the lusts of the world and the things of the world passes away, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Yes, and they will say, where's your legacy? Well, we have no lasting legacy on this, but there is a crown of righteousness laid for. 
laid up for those who are walking with the Lord. But those who are not with God in this hour will regret for darkness is coming severely. Isn't this the year of 22? And as there's light, so shall it be double disorder. You trust in the darkness, surely you will walk over the cliff into more darkness. All day long groping, feeling, feeling for where the light is. Get direction. And that day you find no direction. Then you will say, I'll quickly go get my silver and my gold that I've accumulated. And then I will say to you, it will not be able to save you. For the day of the vengeful wrath, even the recompense of the Lord is upon us. This world and all of the things of this world is about to be destroyed by fire. For the Lord spoke and said, Behold, I create new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwell. So what are you gathering now? When you gather, surely not for this world or for the ages to come. For the heavens and the earth will pass, my word remain forever. Haven't I spoken to you with this? Therefore, Father, bless your word tonight and let your kingdom come. Let your will, as revealed in your word, be done. I thank you for it in Jesus Christ's name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Now this morning I was talking and uh, I said the next point would be that I will tell you about Ephesians and um, some more about that because it all leads in a different direction the Holy Spirit is leading. None knows till permission is given from above. For Pontius Pilate wanted to know whether the Lord knew his authority. And he says, you have not got any authority. If I prayed to my father, he could send a legion, a legion of angels to save me now. But this thing I do, this blood is for a world that is lost. This blood will prevent many from going to the fire of the pit, even the lake of the second death. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. and Be careful how you listen, for with a measure of thought that you give to that which you hear, the same will be measured to you. What you sow is what you will reap. Have you sown the word? Have you sown the word? Or have you sown seed somewhere in some form of an investment and placed all your faith in it? Thus saith the Lord, the day comes, I'll take all of that away and there will be nothing, no, not nothing, nothing that one will lean upon. For you leans upon the arm of the flesh shall become like those next to the Nile River that leaned upon the reeds and they pierced right through their hands. And blood was seen, the pain was felt, but there was no help. But he who lives in the word of God lives and abides forever. For as the heavens and the earth passed, and all things come to an end, because I am the Alpha, I am the Omega, and the word of the Lord shall endure forever. Surely, says the Lord, all these things will pass. He who trusts in the arm of flesh is he who will fall. He will certainly fall. 
he will have nowhere to even grasp for help. But those who believe in this hour will walk on the water. They will have hearts on fire, homes on fire, cities on fire. They will be holy cities where the holy fire is burning. Churches where they know me, people that respect me, people that I have called out of darkness in my holy day that I set apart and commanded. Like I said, when I commanded, you shall have no other gods before me and honor your father and your mother and honor the day, the Sabbath. Yes, says the Lord, they did not do that. Therefore, because they forgot that, they will also be forgotten. For I paid a price that goes beyond any form of description. No one knows, no one knows, no one will realize what I had to go through. But the people say, I am in a comfort zone right now, very comfortable. Switch on the TV. One eye is on that screen that's on the wall that's so large. The other eye is looking at my storehouse. Yes, says the Lord. As I spoke to the people in my days when I was amidst them, and they knew me not, neither did they recognize me. You fool, in this night I come to take away your life. Then what shall happen to all of those things you gathered? For you put them first. Now let them save you. But if you put me first, I will save you. Now Ephesians chapter number one. And we were in the 15th verse as we were reading. And um, in this part here, it says, Therefore I also, also, after I heard of your faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. In plain language in the Greek, it says, faith comes by hearing of the Word of God. So now you're listening to the Word of God and faith comes. It comes, it enters. And the, revel of the of a revelation of the Word brings freedom. You should know the truth and the truth will set you free. Nothing else will set free. The truth. You see, the man in the street out there is no more saved than the prisoner inside the prison who is already saved. I shall fill that prisoner with my Word even the one on the dying men will be filled with my word. But be ye very careful, says the Lord. For if you say, I will wait till that moment when I'm dying, I'll call upon the name of the Lord then. Do you know the hour that I've determined for your life? What did I say to my servant Moses, Psalm 90? Teach us the number our days that we may gain a wise, a wise and a discerning heart. What then if you neglect my word and your mind is filled with the things of this world and you feel full of pride, know you not that the enemy is wanting to take command of your soul? He's been doing that for thousands of years, yet many would not see that, many would not recognize them. Even if I send angels upon the streets, they would not even recognize that, it still goes straight on. For many have entertained angels who knocked on their doors, who spoke to them, and they knew it not. They knew not who was visiting them. So shall it be with this generation. When the children played in the marketplace, we played a song to bring joy to them, but they would not even dance. There was no action, no response to the beautiful music that brought worship to the Lord Almighty God. No response. No, we'll just sit 
and look at the distance and listen. Then we played a funeral song and said, maybe now they come to a funeral. Maybe now they'll come and mourn with all the others as the rest. And they will say, who wants to go to a funeral? There's more joy in my gold and my silver. Look, I've just bought myself a new car. This car is Maserati. This car, this car is Bentley. Do you know what that is? And I would say unto them, it's ready for the fire. Indeed, it's ready for the fire. Now the book of, of, of Ephesians chapter 115, the apostle Paul is addressing the planet of all of the ages, all of the churches, 22 books from the book of Romans given to the church, 22, the number of the Aleph Tav, the foundation by which God created all the heavens and the earth. So we read our Bible this year, and we've given the New Living Translation to the people to read. And um, I got my Bible too. They're not here. They're not here. I got five Bibles that I'm looking at. These five Bibles are actually the same as this one Bible. For it's Greek and it's Hebrew and it's Aramaic and it's phonetic and it's English and it's coded. And every letter upon that is also coded. The word of the Lord abides forever. Someone would say, I did study. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm rich, really? Oh, look how I accomplished. I accomplished all these things and the accolades. Everybody knows about my accomplishments. And I will say, you fool, you fool, your time is up for you knew not your hour. Do you know that you're going to wake up tomorrow morning? Would you even know when you're waking up? Therefore, praise the Lord when you wake up and there's still breath. For I have spared you another day. For by my grace you live, and in me you live and move and have your being. Therefore, verse 15, I also, after I heard of your faith, key word, in the Lord Jesus Christ, capital words, all of them, capital letters, every single letter in the Hebrew, the foundation by the law first mentioned, every letter tells you a story of Jesus in the Hebrew alphabet, which then goes all the way back, all the way back, all the languages of the world go back to exactly that same alphabet. Some would put one or two extras in there, doesn't really matter. Everything was created by 22 letters. 12 were selected for the breastplate of the high priest so God could communicate with his people and with the priests. But they said, well, you know what? We won't do that. We'll find ourselves some advice. For we become wise. And we become very authoritative and powerful. And we can do what we will. And well, let's, let's see. Let's ask the thorn tree for help. Let's ask the killer bees and the wasps and the hornets for help. They'll say, let's maybe the war ants could come. Because didn't some leaders of the world say it's time for a war? And they will all try to find a solution, find none. For the voice of the second, first sign is just gone. Now the voice of the second sign will speak. And then finally says the Lord. I will assemble those that truly belong to me 
with me. And there will be the marriage supper of the Lamb. Haven't I told you so? Right there, as written behind me. There, behind me. See? Revelation 21. Go back to 19, verse 11. And just preceding that, blessed are those who were invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Well, let's run, let's run quickly. Grab your lamp and run. Let's go and be part of the marriage supper of the Lamb. The bridegroom would greet them by the door. They would come and there would be bright lights burning. The first lamps to reach there would be in bright lights. The others thought they would go by the guidance of the other people's lights. They never asked no question. They just ran by that light. But then everybody went inside. They arrived at the door. There was no more light. And they looked at their lamps and they panicked and they said, let's find if somebody got some light here. So we'll put it all together. We will have light. And everybody's lamp was empty. See? And that day, says the Lord, when I opened the door, I say, I knew you not. Go away from me, you, you workers of iniquity. Yes, Lord, but didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we work miracles, pray for the sick? Didn't we do those things? And I will say to them, I knew you not, you workers of iniquity. Go therefore and be cast into the lake of fire, the second death, and stay there. For you have no part of the kingdom of God, for I have no part in your life down here on earth. So therefore, rent your hearts, not your clothes. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. For he who is low shall be elevated, and he who is high shall come down, and the fall will be great and destroy everything that he accumulated. So I said to Ephesus, where your first love? Because you've departed from your first love. Therefore, therefore, because you departed, I also departed. And I moved on to those who believed in my word. Therefore, since also I heard their faith that they have in the Lord Jesus Christ and the commandment that I gave them, this commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you. I cease not to make mention of you in my prayers. Ephesians 1.15, let's go there. Making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, Abba Father, the Father of E, of glory, of glory, of glory and revelation. Glory brings revelation of knowledge in the knowledge of Him. What knowledge of the Word? What's the Word? The Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us of Him. And the eyes of your eyes being enlightened. No, says the Lord. I never said test your eyes. I said test your spiritual eyes. See if they're open or not. Because behold, in this hour some are going around thinking that they see, but they're groping in the darkness. And soon they fall over the cliff and there's no one to help. And there are those who've been 
set alight by the fire of my glory through my knowledge by my spirit of revelation. And they were truly free, for they knew the truth, and the truth set them free. And therefore, to him who has, I gave more, and I multiplied understanding also. And they had insight, and they had understanding of what is to come. And they were fearless in the midst of the storms of life. That the God and the Lord of our Jesus Christ, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you what? The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Sophia. Skill through knowledge of the word. You see, understanding in Hebrew is simply the word. That's the same, same word for, for intelligence in the modern day language. The capacity or the ability to understand but still is not no wisdom until it's converted into practice. For the day comes when he who practices anything that is in his life, walks to do, and there's no one to help and says, now, how shall I do? I shall run and quickly get my Bible. Too late to look for a Bible or look for a friend with a Bible who has light, who has, for there will be none to help. And you will decision. And it has to be on my word. If it's not according to my, it will turn to be a failure. Give to you wisdom and revelation, unfolding, unfolding, unveiling, removing the curtain. It takes away sight in the spirit. Not as we know, but the revelation that you have in the, in the realm where the Almighty God dwells. He, the one who has the light. And know, know you not even that that which you know you cannot see with your own eyes are far more full than that which you can see. And you said, I am wise, I have understanding, but you don't see, then you're not with any understanding nor wisdom. For if you saw, and you had the knowledge, as Paul says, said, that I may know him intimately with him. Such a word that is used Greek for marriage. The Lamb of God and Christ, and I may know him. In the intimacy right groom comes the knowledge of who he is. For the character that we met is morality, uprightness, integrity, and truth. The truth and the life. Sustained for it. in the knowledge of him. And then the understanding, Greek says, of cardia, your heart, the hidden man of the heart. He's very quiet here tonight. Somebody say amen. amen. Give the Lord a praise offering right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The eyes of your hidden man, the cardia, which is symbolic of the hidden man of the heart. Be enlightened, literally flooded with light, the spirit of glory and of God. Light, the first thing you see when God comes. You hear the wind, he's busy coming in your direction. You see the light, 
Then you see the fire. Then you see the letters. But he who remains behind shall be plagued like in the day of the plagues of Egypt. Eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know, become intimately acquainted with what is, in fact, very applicable to your personal life. What is the riches and glory of the Almighty God? This thing, riches and glory, I'm talking about a concept here. My English is not wrong because one concept, riches and glory, put them together. But you have to have the eyes of your, your spiritual man, eyes to be opened up. You cannot get your eyes open until you know to whom you're married, even the heavenly bridegroom. Well, I can see, no, you don't see. Always groping around. Oh, Lord, let me first go bury the dead. Yet I said, didn't I say, go, let the dead bury the, the dead. Follow me. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Here's the word that became flesh in your midst. Of his inheritance in the saints. Now, there's just something about being married to the heavenly bridegroom being part of the bride of Christ. Because it's exactly like the marriage that Maud and I just tried to follow as an example. And so did our parents on both sides. These two become one. So she's a suitable helper. She deals with that, I deal with this. But we're connected. You do something to her, you're doing it to me. Paul, Paul. Well, it was actually Saul, Saul. That's Acts chapter number 8 and then 9, where, where Saul is on the way to Damascus. New Testament Greek means the sack of blood on his way to go and kill some of those saints, drag them out in the road, throw them in prison and torture them, let their blood flow. And the Lord said, why are you persecuting me? Because they were covenant people. They were married to the heavenly bridegroom. They're waiting upon the marriage supper of the Lamb, see? Then he discovered that he was blind. And it took him a couple of days before he could see the light. You don't see no light until you know the bridegroom. How do you know the bridegroom? You read about him. How do you know the bridegroom? You have conversation with him. You get involved with him. And how does it work in marriage, holy matrimony? Well, where are, where are people, you know, marriage officers, I don't really do that anymore these days, but I got a team of ministers, they're all equipped for it, licensed for that. I could, but I don't do it anymore. But um, we've come together to, to present you in holy matrimony Jack and Joe, whatever, or Jack and Jill, whatever. I almost said the wrong thing there. The Lord will get me if I do that. There came a lightning bolt on that one. And they become a covenant. Man shall leave his father and mother, cling to his wife. And these shall become one. 
and the priests, the ministers of God, isn't it written in my word? It's the scriptures that tell you, Psalm 103, Hebrews chapter 1 already, that he made his messengers flames of fire. And in the midst of the flames of fire, I put them together like I've created all things and sustained them together even as one. I know them. They know me. I acknowledge them. They've repented. They're with me. Now what belongs to him belongs to her. Well, you know what? I'll have 10 accounts. My wife will have 20. She needs more. She goes out shopping and says, here's a card. Where would I pay? And I stand there and I wonder. It's signs and it's wonder. Just like everything else, Lord, they've perverted your word. And as one medical doctor said to me, advanced he was, and he said these words, says, they're moving towards transhumanism. Then I looked and I saw the, the research at 64% already mind control. By how, at this stage? Simply by addiction. Well, okay, yeah, we know that. It's all this heroin stuff and it's cocaine and whatever and whatever and whatever and whatever. But it's not there because already 64% of the mind is under the control of the devil. How? How then? By frequency. How then? By device. What device? Cell phone. 64% mind control already achieved. And the devil is going. <laughs> That's another thing to wonder about. Then we let's, let's improve the, let's improve the communication. That'll push it up to 90%. And when everybody's happy with all of those things, let's make it real easy. Because they've already started this. This is just the thing they started in, in, in Sweden and Switzerland. Well, you know, just a soft spot here between the fingernail and the first finger that you point direction with just that little soft spot there. I don't know what the doctors call that, but that there. Just a little thing like a pencil lead like these that you load in pens and right, and you push it out, a little piece comes out, just a little thing. You put it in there, it's got a frequency. Operation Mockingbird. Mocking what? A mockingbird, a mockingbird copies a sound. Put it in there. And, well, it's so small, it just goes right here in the forehead. That's, that's just very easy. That's the final stage. That's forbidden territory. Well, you know, the ladies don't like that. It's easy. Just step forward, lift up your throat over your head. We put a nice little thing here, just behind. Nobody will even know it's under your hair. One knows, and he knows everything. And then I'll, I'll look at that day, and I see the day is coming when that is applied. For first, they will replace through artificial intelligence, human power, by robotic power. And they will say, don't need to work because we're working seven days a week. Nobody's getting tired, yeah? We don't even have to pay them a salary. Oh, but it's nice to sit at home, sit at home, sit at home. It's nice to sit at home. Don't want to sit at home. Because that day, the faithful shall be retained, but the lazy shall be rejected. 
and replaced by a robot and secret projects. What is secret before the Lord? Everything is naked and open before Him. Didn't the Lord see how they removed brains of people that gave their bodies for medical research and try to connect that now to artificial intelligence and go to a frequency that everybody is under the same frequency. It's like a beehive. They don't talk, but they all understand the same frequency they are. It's like ants. They all work. They know what to do. They don't have to talk, but they're on the same frequency. And that frequency, frequency is on someone whose length is six foot, for it's the number of fallen man. And the, the frequency is 6.66. Let him who has understanding learn what the Spirit would say. I was reading here. Eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Doctor says to me, next thing is transhumanism. Transhumanism, then what else? Richest man in the world comes from here, from Pretoria. Elon Musk. They ask him a question on the Christian program about whether he's saved. He says, yeah, sure enough. Raises his hand. He's not part of any of this. And he says, you know what? It's already too late. It's late, but it's actually too late. Because soon, within the next 20 years, cars won't even have steering wheels. You don't even have to think. It'll be a robot that you sit in. It'll take you where you want to go. Within 20 years. Now they're racing for that. Well, you know, you put your telephone on, and the telephone anyway is in sync. You just talk, and it'll talk back to you. We take to a talk to a robot that's got someone's brain, and the person was named Joe Soap. Say, Joe Soap, how are you today? And the robot will say, here I am. What would you like me to do for your master? Well, go and cut lawn, and I would like you to have uh, 100 square kilometers cut. Yes, sir. Day and night until the job's done. God is the almighty God who knows the things from the beginning. He calls those things which are from the beginning. So you go to the beginning and then you find what goes on in the end. That you may know what is the hope. And hope does not disappoint of his calling. Ecclesia, come out of that. And be cleansed and repent and be baptized that you may be saved, that your old man may be buried. Become a temple of the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. Beware of the mutilation. They will not know. They're already on that frequency, and it's 64% there. It's moving. And the mockingbird says, and their minds go, What am I saying tonight? I'm... What are the riches of the hope of his calling? Come out therefore, my people, and be holy. For Babylon has become a habitation of 
every foul and evil bird of demons and dark spirits and the habitation of the devil. Revelation 18, and then I saw Babylon fall. Revelation 19, marriage supper of the Lamb. Revelation 19, he comes with the clouds and the armies of heaven follow him and he is armed and he's wearing many crowns. Revelation 20, there's a thousand year millennium. Revelation 21, that should be behind me right now. That's one of my, that's the second Bible. The first one just fell apart. Second Bible, third one disappeared. Fourth one also got legs. Don't know how a Bible gets. Don't know, but it gets legs. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. And the riches of the glory of his inheritance. His inheritance. But we married by covenant. We understand holy, holy matrimony. And if you're in the old covenant, we understand what marriage is all about. And we understand that God was looking in Israel at one stage says, my wife has become unfaithful. And then he comes in the New Testament and says, this I have against you. There's Revelation chapter number, uh, let's see, chapter number two, Ephesus. This I have against you, I left your first love. Well, it's too much trouble to go on Sunday night and be bombarded with the Word of God. I mean, what are we going to get out of that? Surely you will get nothing out of you. You won't even feel the corporate anointing in this place. You would not even know that the Holy Spirit was here. You wouldn't recognize nothing. Couldn't tell the difference. Couldn't tell the difference. For the streets are filled with people. Open your eyes and you'll see that their whole shape of their heads have been twisted, full of thorns, like the prickly pear leaf. But it's a head and it's just twisted. Lost forever. Everyone they touch go the same way. And all the beehives sing the same frequency. 64% already are there. Did I hear it? You see? Somewhere. Unless you're good, she would have a good, good reason because she's a doctor. But anybody else we've got to pray for and cast a demon out there. Inheritance. So we got married in that day. We had a covenant. We had, what's the point of having two accounts? Just one account is good enough because we're in covenant. Everything that's mine is yours. Everything that's yours is mine. I'm married now. Whoop, stop. Ephesians 5, this I speak as a mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. For we are joint heirs with him and there's no separation of accounts. Well, my wife must not know that I got a secret fund that I'm busy now collecting money. I want to buy the latest golf, golf uh, set. I've just seen that man there called Tiger Woods. He's a tiger in the golf field. I want to go and get myself a set of that. 
My wife must know, so I'm just going to put some stuff in there all the time, just all the time. And then one day, just in secret, just, oh, someone blessed me with this. Who blessed you with that? Oh, no, someone I may not say. Liar. Liar. What we say as children in the school, liar, liar, your pants on fire. Who blessed you? You did yourself. Neither did they know him. Nor their eyes were open now, nor their hearts did change. But the hour has come. Now the very purpose and the very anointing that many don't even understand how it works. It's what this Holy Spirit Fire Conference is all about. We're laying foundations here. But it starts at a point. And you have to have that, that you know, I was an athlete. We did short distance. Eventually, I did longer distances as I grew older. But I remember the, the young days that we used to hammer our starting blocks in the ground. Well, that's exactly what I'm busy with. I'm hammering the starting blocks in the ground. Otherwise, you don't even start. Don't even start. Well, Pastor Harold, just pray now for me. I've got nothing wrong. I know Jesus ministered huge part of his ministry to sick people. A hundred times mentioned the kingdom of God. Somebody said, well, what was that? We just fly through the scriptures. Count every time. Mark it. See, if you see, see that Bible there, it's got color codes. Every time a certain color comes up, it's connected to a certain spiritual action. For example, for example, I would take prayer and mark it all in purple. Every time I see the word pray or praying or anything to do with prayer, it goes purple. Because it's communication with the royal one, the king, the Rosh, the prince of peace, the king of glory. So the moment I communicate with him, that's purple. Anything called covenant, for example, I'd mark red. So that washed over into, if I just think about it, just that just washed over into the way I write. So somebody said, well, you write like the doctors do. Dennis has got such a nice, he's just got the nicest handwriting. And these doctors, they just, but mine is a little bit like this. You see, this one page is several pages. Of course, it's coded. The black is page one. The pink color is page two. Every color is another page. So the sequence, I don't need a whole book. I just need one page. I write a whole book on one page just by color coding. And I just switch to the other color and I read that color and I've got another page. I don't even pay for another page. I've done not to buy another one. Well, it's just something that I discovered, no, I never discovered. God discovered and gave everything. So you see, even there, it's one account. One account, not several accounts. When you are united with, with him, Peter the apostle says, anyone who speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. As the oracles of God, which is the word of God, which is the revelation of God. What revelation? Of his inheritance. His inheritance. We're going to get more to that inheritance side. 
Well, somebody's walking around singing a song, just comes to my mind, that's just plain memory. Really like what we call those useless information moments. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a song somebody sang a stupid song called, I, I Who Have Nothing. Making millions, but I still have nothing, that's right. Well, Ephesus, what did God say there? You say that you are rich, but you wish not that you're naked, wretched, miserable, and poor. Matthew, Matthew 5, verse 19. Gather for yourself then riches in heaven, where moth and rust do not de destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. But gather for yourself treasures in heaven. I can go on, but that's not what I'm busy with here. His inheritance, riches of inheritance. So we gather one account, even if one half goes ahead of the other half to heaven, still one account. We're used to that one account. I don't even ask about that. That one account I delegated out of my life because I don't want to think money. I don't want, I think just thinking money is just thinking of the temporal things. Somebody says, what's temporal things? Well, I suggest you get yourself an English dictionary. So, we got married. 55 is the number of grace, by the grace of God, because the devil hates marriage. So people just say, well, you know, we just go together, we live together. We live together, we just do. Do what? You're fornicating. You're flat out into that which God says no. End of the story. End of the story. Well, I was just minding my own business and Snow White came in, but she didn't have the seven dwarfs. Well, I was just minding my business and Don Juan came in. <laughs> I think I, I actually have to laugh but then I've got to weep because I know what's coming. For the wrathful venge, vengeance of God has been released from heaven. One thing he did say, the day of recompense. Check that one in the English dictionary, it helps. Has come. Now you work, you get a salary. The sin pays, the wages of sin is. Some having twisted the word of God to their own destruction. Now just why in the world one want to do that? Because a twisted word does not go on. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me.
Somebody came to him and said, you know what, I got a nice crisp. Somebody gave me a gift. Do you think I can keep it in my eyes? What gift? Oh, it's one of these fortune-telling crystal balls. I said, have you got a five-pound five hammer there? Exceeding greatness the, of his riches in the glory of in, in his inheritance in the Kedushim, the, the, those people that are holy. Kadosh means holy. Kedushim is plural. How many of you are part of the holy ones of God? Let me see your hands right now. You didn't raise your hand, I'll have to make an altar call on just that one. And then go straight to the bath. Well, you know, on the day of Pentecost, Peter said, what, what hinders? In Acts chapter number 10 and 11, Peter says, now what prohibits us? Paul, when he gets caught at Philippi, the jailer and his whole family right there. Well, I've just got to first get a swimming costume, put the whole thing on. No, just get into the water. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, you get baptized. Oh, no, but we just thought a couple of drops of drops on the forehead is enough. No, I said no. If you studied anything, study the Greek of the New Testament, find out baptizo means right under the water. You know what I'm saying? See, there's water there. If I, for example, had to baptize, now I know the cameras are far. If I baptize this finger, where does it go? <laughs> That's okay. Afterwards, they, they fill the graves. Afterwards, we dry up. And then we start talking in tongues. Don't worry, those at the back never saw a thing. Let's take verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? I thought I'd bring that new Amplified Bible with. Verse number uh, 19 to 20. Ephesians 1, it says these words. Ah, just, uh, this is just so nice, I have to read the rest here too, from verse 18. I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and the core of your being may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his, his glorious inheritance in the saints, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, God's people, one with him. There's a covenant there. So when we are seated in every place together with him, he doesn't sit there and the bride is elsewhere. You know, if he's the head of the body, the head is not over there and the body over there. You better know he's here tonight. Just say amen. amen. If you don't say amen, you've got to say oh my. It's like oh my, I'm going to run. And say amen, I'm coming. Let the king of glory come into my heart. 
flooded with light by His Holy Spirit so that you will know and cherish the hope of the divine guarantee, a blood covenant, the confident expectation to which He's called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints, God's people, and also that you'll begin to know, you begin to know what the immeasurable, because you can't measure, then you'll be able to measure the universe. All the Pinocchios try that. And the unlimited and the surpassing greatness of His active spiritual power, which is in us, who believe, where in us, that is in us, who believe. This is, this, these, it says here in the Amplified, it says, these in accordance with the working of His mighty strength. It's getting better which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and knocked the devil off the seat and took away from him the keys of life and death. Can you say amen to that? And seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places. That's the saints, which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. Let me read on a little bit, you'll see, because I want to show you something. Whether an angelic or human, and far above every name that is named, sickness, disease, infirmity, calamity, curse, whatever, whatever you call by whatever name, above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age, but also in the world that is to come. And he put all things in every realm in subjection under Christ's feet. How many of you are in Christ Jesus? Let me see your hands right now. So he's the head, we're the body, where's his feet? We form part of, form part of the feet. So under whose feet? is the power of the enemy. Now we're starting to get direction. We've just pulled the trigger and the starting of the race has begun. See? Seated him in heavenly places and you pull the trigger, where is he? He's in us because he made us sit together with him in heavenly places. Let's go on. Let's just take that verse 21, it's a good one. Far above all rule, all authority, all power and dominion, whether angelic or human, and far above every name that can be named, no matter what, above every title. Well, professor, you're nothing, there's nothing, there's not, there's not even, there's, it's like, might as just scribble. That can be conferred not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in every realm in subjection under his feet and he appointed him a supreme and authoritative head. There's the head of the body. Over all things 
in the church, there is the bride, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills and completes all things in all believers. He has seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, verse 20. He has a body seated with him and his body contains the fullness of him and the completeness of all things in all believers. Well, that's such a mouthful if you just think about that now. Because people read the Bible, they don't know what they're reading. That's why you've got to slow down. This is where you make notes. Oh, don't do that. Well, you can be ugly and do something about stupidies forever. What is your Bible? Something that you display and hang it on the wall and looks pretty. But it's on the wall, it's not in your heart. You don't want a pretty Bible, you want to have a used Bible. Now, I'll take every amen I can say. Hey. Give the Lord a praise after again, buddy. Where is he? Far above every title, every accolade that comes from man, achievement, goal. What does he say in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1 from verse 18? He says, Behold, I'll destroy the intelligence of the intelligent. Because there's human intelligence, then there's divine intelligence, the thing called the mind of Christ. See, whatever you're doing, you'll find there's a verse connected to it. What you're doing for a life is a verse. Do you know what verse is connected to your life? No, I don't know. Well, I've just given you a job to do. I'm not going to tell you either, because I could tell you by just looking at you, tell me you this, then I tell you the verse. But no, I think it's time for you to discover your verse. It gives you the purpose of your entire life. It's just like it is. All things under his feet. Gave him head to be over all things. Now, can the bridegroom and the bride be separated while they're in covenant? How many of you believe today they're in covenant? Let me see your hands right now. See? Well, the rest of you didn't raise your hands. You've not got no covenant. Let's try that again. Goliath's outside the door. Who's in covenant with God? Let me see your hands right now. Now, keep them up so that the Lord can see. Right? It's more important that he sees than I see. Because what I see is one thing. But what he sees is everything. You see, I, I, I see somebody walks in, got a beautiful golden yellow dress. I hope you haven't got that on tonight, but anyway. Now, I catch her beautiful dress. Woo, beautiful dress. God says, don't look at the dress. I look at the heart. King David and his brothers. Look how muscular that young man is. First born of Jesse, second, third, whatever. In comes the smallest guy, he's just 17 year old boy. He's doing the, 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 the most miserable job just sitting in the field looking after sheep. How does he pass his time? Slingshot, and he's, he's, he's got a harp with him, a 10 string lyre. He becomes one of the greatest composers, in fact, the greatest composer in world history. That's right, Beethoven, turn around in your coffin right now. Because there's one that outdoes you. His name is Jesus. I said his name is Jesus. Amen. And he's, he's the son of 
David, David, the son of God. And you realize that, you understand, no, no, nothing that we do here makes sense without him. Nothing. You, be, uh, you begin to ask your, your husband, your husband, look at me now. Your husband, is it okay if I do this, that, or the other? He says, well, you have my word. I say, yeah, I have the word. Where is it? Here it is. No, it should be here. Romans 12, that's where it should be. Ah. I think I better close. Just in case somebody falls asleep and we have to cast the demon out. You know, you get such demons. The band come forward right now. I'd like a nice praise song. You know, you get such demons. And of course, they got a title for everything. And eventually, you can't find a solution. They say, Pastor, can you pray? One guy did all the doctors, everything else. Finally went to this religion, that religion, and thought the last religion, the last thing I can try out before I just die and I'm just silly. And I die silly. I go to a Christian pastor, one of my men, Tatedu, Tatedu Ramaboa. I think he's gone on to be with the Lord because he was not a young man. And he was a taxi driver. The guy says, I went everywhere, to every religion, every doctor, every counselor, psychologist, still got this problem. What do I do? Just, now you know Tatedi, he was always smiling, he's standing with a very friendly smile. Well, that's very simple. Well, there's nothing simple about it. Nobody can help what Jesus can. What do you mean? Come out, you spirit, in the name of Jesus. Bang. End of the story. Oh, nothing could help, only Jesus. Ah, the coin has dropped. I want to sing a song, Worship God. I mean, after all, this day belongs to the Lord. And then I'm, I'm going to minister to one or two because I understand the year has begun. And the day of the Lord is the day of the Lord. And what you do on this day determines what happens on the rest of your week. Every time, every week, all year. Well, you know what? I'm a mother with a baby that I understand. My baby's on a bottle, that I understand. Still want to come to church. There's children's church running with every single service and event. Right, so fine. I'm going to get the kid in bed. And you think you get the kid, get the word in here. Already believing in Jesus, but the word's not here. Mommy, I got a problem. I can't help you. Amen. Well, it's amen was oh my. Well, now you know what the report went out concerning this man by the name of Jesus Christ that lives in the little city of uh, Nazareth and then from there moved to Capernaum. And they came from everywhere, from the east, the west, as far as Greek and uh, Roman people even. They came to hear him and they believed by the evening, they brought all those people that were sick, tormented by demons 
to the house of Peter in Capernaum. And he healed them all. And he healed them all. The pastor doesn't heal. He heals. Faith comes by hearing the Word. Hearing the Word. Who's the Word? The Word has become flesh. Jesus. Listen to what he said. Lay hands on the sick, they'll recover. By whose stripes you were healed. That's how it works. It's the Word that works. The Bible works. Our leader's tomb is empty. Nobody heard that. One in one person said amen about that. But do you know that the, the King of Glory has got an empty tomb? Every other leader of anything, they they inside the tombs. But our King, our King has been raised by the power of God, exceedingly great power. But there is also, there is more than that, He's been raised from the dead. So we get crucified with Christ, we get baptized into Him. And the next moment, same power dwells in Christ, works in us, works in us. Forcefully, energizingly, inspirationally, revelationary. I don't run, run, run to Jesus. It'll be to you according to your faith. I'm still praying for a hospital that just consists of, of just medical doctors that are born again, spiritual, talking in tongues while they're doing an operation. Going there so fast and so quickly out that they wonder. A lady comes walking up and just thinking now, just talking to you. That she comes walking and she's, she, she's, she says, oh, they got to remove this growth that's in me. You know, it's like in the woman parts got to remove a, a growth this week. I looked at her. The Spirit of God came in me. I said, you have got nothing to be removed. They're wasting your time. They're wasting their, their effort. You're going to waste your money. She looked at me. She went for the operation. They opened up and there was nothing. They closed it up said, what's wrong with you? Nothing wrong with her. Everything right. Everything right. Jeremiah 1.12 I watch over my word, says the Lord. So who heals? The word. What have we got? We got the word and we got the Holy Spirit. We're the most privileged generation ever. A complete Bible plus the Holy Spirit. Two of the three of the Godhead the Almighty Father, the Son of God, the Holy Spirit. We got the Holy Spirit here and we got the Word who actually is the Word, Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. How many of you believe in Jesus? Amen. See that your faith is, is going in the right direction. Not in me because I couldn't heal a fly. But Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. Everybody say Jesus can. Now give the Lord one good more praise off it right now in this place. Uh, oh, baptism. You want to just, you, 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 do you want to bury the old man? Well, I didn't bring a swimming costume. It's okay. This works. How am I going to get home? Well, you know, my wife put me in the boot of the car, but that's also okay. Some, there's a funeral of another kind taking place very shortly. Never seen that before? Because you never read the Word. 
You know, sometimes you have all these things preached and people read over it in the English language, don't know the Greek, don't know the Hebrew, don't know nothing, just do whatever they hear and then never challenge that. Let your mind read the Word and challenge situations by the Word. Because He holds all things together, including you, your entire body, every molecule. In your, in your DNA, in every single strand, in the cells, in the chromosomes, made up of DNA. In every one of the millions of time, encoded, yotche, vavche, yotche, vavche, million, billions of times. What's that? Mark the brand name of God the Father, the possessor of heaven and earth. What does David say? I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, you better believe it yet. Well, we could make a better man, you know. Said the devil. He's on the, he knows that his time is, he's very energetic because his time is running out. Not short, running out now. Beloved, it's not the last hour, it's the last minute. It's seconds. It's seconds. So mind control. And when the Antichrist manifests, thought police. Think about that one now. Beehive, hive-mindedness, thought police. Dr. Dennis, come and pray. You know, we were fearfully and wonderfully made, but a doctor knows better. Thank you. Let's lift our hands up. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration. We thank you, O oh God, because of what you've done miss tonight. We receive your word. Father, once we have spoken, twice we have heard. Your word, O oh God, is yet for an appointed time, as you say in Habakkuk chapter 2. You say, it shall be plain that he that runneth will read it, and it will be clear to them. Father, this word, O oh God, that has come from the pulpit tonight, we pray, O oh God, it will be like fire in our hearts. It will burn, and we shall have enlightened eyes of understanding. Give us the spirit of wisdom, understanding, knowledge of Christ. Let it be the building blocks of our life this year and going forward. Bless everyone. Bless our pastor. Bless Pastor Maud. Bless Pastor Harold. Anoint him with your power and with your Holy Spirit. May he be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.